Hello, Internet. Happy Friday, or whatever day it is that you happen to be joining us. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. I am one of your hosts with a little bit of a limp lip, I guess you could say. Had a little uh, dental work. I'm R.D. Van Houten. To my right is Mr. Ian Benzman. Dressed to the nines in his uh, flight suit. My Star Wars countdown clothes. Perfect. Star Wars countdown clothes. And to my left is the wonderful, the great Andy Bishaw. Hello, Andy. How are you, sir? Hello. Hello. I'm here sitting on in front of this microphone, having a grand old time talking into it. Now I'm British. Isn't this lovely? I'm done. It's quite, lovely. Quite, quite lovely. Lovely. Well, it's, uh, it's a holiday week. It's Thanksgiving week. Turkey! Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, good stuff. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know. Why's it gotta be Black Friday? Uh, that's just you know I, marketing, just marketing I'm just scheme. Shit. <laughs> Lots of good stuff though going down in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Lots of fun stuff to geek out on. Lots of fun stuff, freaking um, God. There's so many things. It's funny uh-huh. we were talking before the show. And we're like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about? And then there's just a million things to talk about. Well, I, let's just start. With, how about the Punisher? Yeah, I'm uh, yeah. I'm about nine episodes in. I've been stuck on episode nine for about four days now. I watched the first like ten minutes and kind of got busy and watched the next twenty minutes and fell asleep and blah blah blah. I'm loving it so far. I think um, this is the first thing that I've beat you guys to the punch yeah, on finishing. Yeah, RD finished the entire yeah. thing. I I'm did. only I've just started episode three this morning, uh, yeah. so I'm not nearly as far ahead. But what I can tell you as far as my thoughts are this is a very, very gritty, you know, version of the Punisher. And to say that is like, wow, dirt is dirty. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's really no holds barred. Right. And I was a huge Thomas Jane fan. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Huge yeah, Thomas Jane fan. You know, that in the short laundry day. But I will say that that seeing John Bernthal really just Go no holds barred on some of these bad guys, and just even even the first episode where he's just you know, oh with the sledgehammer, the sledgehammer. That's like, all I'm gonna say. That's it. No I spoilers. Mean, for throughout the whole episode, like that sledgehammer, uh, it, it's just it's terrific. Yeah. So you know, I think that this is something that's worth geeking out over. It's worth checking out. Absolutely. And uh, you know, give it a watch. Yeah, and I was really happy to see just the, yeah, like you said, the grittiness of. You know, I'm the an R-rated mature Punisher. Like, not to say that the Thomas Jane movie, you know, I mean that had its had its maturity Definitely. to it. But having said that, this is really bringing it to bringing the heat. You know, really bringing the anti-hero to the forefront, like the the anti-hero hero aspect of it, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I, I and then microchip, the guy's playing micro, yeah, is he's fantastic. Great. I great. love their dynamic. It, yeah. it's great. Um my one thing is I was hoping for more crossover with the other stuff mm-hmm. after they you know I mean, granted, they need to be able to stand on their own. The characters need to be able to stand on their own, but at the same time, one of the benefits of being able to cross over your characters is that you cross them over. Right. Um you know, granted I haven't finished it yet, but so far no Daredevil. Right. Which is fine, because I know they're off filming season three, mm-hmm. which I, ho- I hope is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, Like I said, I haven't finished it yet. I was hoping for Moon Knight to pop up. I love my, I love Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I do too now. Yeah, mo- oh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. You know, that one series, because I've never been a huge Moon Knight fan, mm-hmm. per se. Um, 
but uh you know i i've 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 absolutely fallen into the character because of that one six issue run that warren ellis did um i really couldn't tell you anything about the (laughs) i mean that's the before i read that um and he's quickly became one of my favorite characters though to be fair that version of the character right um you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. You get some versions of the like Shade the Changing Man is one of my favorite characters from DC. Crazy book. If you haven't read it, people go go read it. Um, the Vertigo Peter Milligan run. Before that, though, he's a really weird dude in like an orange and red unitard, and I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, so you right. know, I mean, that's but that's one of the things about comics is reinvention and right. this and that. Like Doomsday Clock, you know, the sequel they just dropped that the sequel to Watchmen, mm-hmm. written by Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns stepped out of his. Uh, I'm doing the movie thing to step back into the comics and write Doomsday Clock, and it's uh, it explains some of the missing time that's happened over the last few years in DC's continuity. Um, I haven't read it yet. I've heard it's supposed to bring back Rorschach. Um, wow. The, um, they've kind of revealed at this point that the missing time in DC Universe is because of Dr. Manhattan mm. um, manipulating stuff. So okay. I think that's really cool. Um, and I think if anyone can pull it off, it's Jeff Johns. Granted, they're never going to get Alan Moore to do more Watchmen. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's curmudgeonly old Alan Moore. He's one of the best comic writers ever, but there's no way in hell that's going to happen. Um, so I'm really excited to finally actually sit down and read that. How many issue run is that going to be? You know, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't. Um, I um, I don't know. I've been looking forward to it. I haven't really been keeping up so much with what's going on in with DC right now. I've seen things here and there. I've just been crazy busy. I have a whole stack of comics, right? Probably taller than me that I just sit down and binge watch, binge read, and um, I plan on doing that very soon. But uh, that being said, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about Doomsday. Like I haven't read it yet. Yeah, well, I'm excited to read it. I'm excited to read it too. But yeah. uh, I mean, even when they did the before Watchmen thing, uh, there were some that were really good and some that weren't that great. Right. Um, so we'll see. Cool. They're beloved characters, very classic characters. You just, mm-hmm. you know, they're very, you have to be careful with how you handle them. Yeah. So, right on. Yeah. Right Well, on. another thing to geek out on is some Nintendo stuff. Oh, boy. I'm decked out. I got the, the Mario shirt, the I Mario cap. I see that. You Look know? at you. I'm just wearing a Transformer shirt I today. I but came prepared, though. You did, you did You did for me. You prepared for me. I'm just going to throw this over to you, my brother. Well, thank you, guys. You know, there's a lot of big news uh, coming out of Nintendo as of late, and a lot of good games uh, on the Nintendo Switch. As you guys know, I am a very avid Nintendo Switch fan, and... Um, I think it's time that we head over to Andy's Nintendo or Don't. First up is Doom, a port of Bethesda Game Studios' 2016 smash hit. Get locked and loaded on this handheld demon shooter. I was a little skeptical at first that the graphics wouldn't port well moving to the Switch, but I was pleasantly surprised. The 720p graphics in handheld mode make it a little difficult to see some things like text, but when docked, this game looks amazing. It really shows off the Nintendo Switch's ability to pack so much power in such a small package. This port also brings two awesome features over, online play and arcade mode. Rack up points by slaying hordes of demonic beasts and slaughter your friends in a variety of modes. In my opinion, 
even with the 720p being slightly blurry, I'm going to give this a Nintendo. For returning players, having Doom on the go is a bloody good time. Nice. Crime, Murder, and the 1940s. Rockstar's 2011 game has it all, and now it's on the Nintendo Switch in the form of L.A. Noir. Having a GTA-style game on the Nintendo Switch is great, but is it worth your hard-earned cash? Rockstar promised us cool and interesting touch controls and Joy-Con functionalities, but did they deliver? In this humble gamer's opinion, they feel gimmicky and not that interesting. Like having it just to say they have it. On the bright side, this does open up the possibility of having a GTA title on the Switch. If this is a game you have never played before, I'm going to say go ahead and give it a try. Solve some crimes. But if you've played this before, I'm going to give this a Nintendon't. It's time to unleash your Fuss Roda on the go. Elder Scrolls V Skyrim is now on the Nintendo Switch. This is a title that has been teased since the first trailer for the Switch. The world of Tamriel looks stunning, especially considering this is a handheld device. If you have the Link Amiibo from Breath of the Wild, then you can access Link's outfits, the Hylian Shield, and the fabled Master Sword. Remove the Joy-Cons for a new way to play with motion controls. Unlike L.A. Noir, this feels less like a gimmick. It adds an extra layer of gameplay. I really enjoyed swinging the Joy-Cons like a sword and drawing back on my bow to release a volley of arrows at my enemies. For any fan of Elder Scrolls series, this is another way to enjoy the world of Tamriel on the go. I'm gonna go ahead and give this game a Nintendo. Nice. And that's that! You know, I, I, and I actually... Uh, ever since those games came out, I've had some extensive time, especially locked into Skyrim, um, and I'm I'm the guy that hasn't beat Skyrim yet. Right. Uh, before, so it was it was naturally like, oh, of course I'm going to Nintendo do this. Right. But you know, they added all the DLC to it. It came included, and you know, it doesn't feel like you lose any quality. Yes, this was a game that came out originally on the Xbox 360, then they revamped mm -hmm. it up. But you know, I I feel this is this is a solid solid game, and you know, it's it, it just shows how many possibilities the Nintendo Switch has to be considered a serious console to make up for the mistakes of the Wii U. Right. Yeah, that's uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I've always loved the that the the original release was, mm -hmm. was amazing, mm -hmm. and since like you were saying the trailer, since the trailer for the Switch when they started, you know teasing that game that's really the title that's made me want to get the switch i think the most besides you know the classic nintendo games that you know that you would expect from nintendo. right um but yeah that and doom doom looks doom looks awesome you know and and, and doom it's a lot you know I, it is more enjoyable when you play it docked but mm -hmm. having the ability to just you know destroy monsters on the go like that was the biggest draw for me, mm -hmm. and again, I had never played that you know that incarnation of Doom, so it was definitely something I had to pick up. Uh, you know, having said that, with La Noir, I never played La Noir, but and I'm sure it's a great game. I, but I heard very mixed things. About but yeah. I just I just don't really I don't really have a draw to it as much as the other two titles. Right. Yeah, I had played La Noir. Rather extensively, but the, on the original title, like uh, 
and it just, I don't know, it didn't do it for me. You know, like, like if I want to play a GTA style game, I want to play GTA. Yeah. And but to be th- fair, there's very few games nowadays that come out that really just pull me in. Oh, yeah. yeah. And really just make me finish them. That's true. I do have that problem as well, finishing games. Like, mm-hmm. I'm almost done with Horizon Zero Dawn for the PlayStation 4. Me too. Okay. And I started it, like, when it came out. I did the same thing. and But I think that the biggest takeaway we can have, get from L.A. Noir is that there could be possible Grand Theft Auto games right. coming out for the Switch. It is in the realm of possibility. One, we have the capability graphically to do it. Two, Nintendo is not afraid to put mature type titles on their system now. Doom being an great. example of that, which yeah, is absolutely. great. Absolutely, it's it's definitely something they've strayed away from for a very long time. Right, oh, because yeah. Resident Evil was toned down. Yep. They they wanted to they wanted to stay with the typical Nintendo experience. You know, focus more on the gameplay than the graphics and like things. Family like that. gaming. But it's they're starting family, to realize that gaming. they can do both. Right. Plus, a lot of their demographic is people like us who have been playing Nintendo forever who want those kind. Of exactly. Games. Right. You know, exactly. Not that we don't want to play Mario. Not that we don't want to play Super Smash Brothers, but we wouldn't yeah. mind if we had some, you know, violent shit. Because yeah. I skipped, I skipped the Wii, uh-huh. and I skipped the Wii U uh-huh. as, as, as in the terms of like what systems I own from Nintendo. I had, did too. Oh, see, had a game I, I owned Cube. both of them at one point and got rid of them fairly quickly. Yeah, um, and in the Ami- I think they're finally making the Amiibos actually uh, useful now. Mm. Um, whereas in Skyrim, you can use them one Amiibo once a day to get a chest, um, and there's you can use. I think it's just Legend of Zelda titles, uh, Amiibo. So, like, the Link from Super Smash Brothers, the Ganon from Super Smash Brothers, um, and then all the Breath of the Wild Amiibos, you can use those. Oh, but cool. uh, And you can get, like, chests, and a lot of them will have, like, kind of decent items and money and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, mean, I had the Wii. You had the Wii. It was a fun time. Wow. Did you like it, Jake? I liked it. Yeah. See, my question is, is so my parents had a Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, now, would the Nintendo Switch be something that, like, a parent or someone could get behind, like, the Wii? You know, um, I played a lot of Wii. I just never owned one. Right. But, you know, the games such as 1-2 uh, Switch, um, Snipper Clips, uh, and there was there was another one. Uh, arms are, are more like kind of party games uh, you know arms being a boxing game but it's definitely a game that you want to play with somebody else right. not just by yourself um, you know that uh, and including any any time when they eventually come out with a Mario Party title right that's gonna really utilize those joy cons yep. like that and so I would say that this is out of all the systems this is this is the system that would be more of a family system that mm-hmm. you could get the parents involved in. Not to mention Nintendo just a couple of weeks ago uh, dropped Hulu mm-hmm. onto their onto their console. Oh, wonderful! Oh, that's cool. So now you can watch Hulu. So and I hear Netflix is going to be following suit soon, and that and we're going to see all those you know, that are on consoles come onto the handhelds. And I've actually used the, the Hulu. We I have Hulu and. Um, I've used it, you know, late night in bed, mm-hmm. and it's just like, wow, it works great. The interface is the same as the online. It doesn't feel dumbed down or anything like right. that. So Nintendo's got a lot of good stuff coming out. I'm really excited to see what's coming out in 2018. Andy, can I ask a question? You can ask me any question you want, Jake. What's the weirdest game on Ninten- any Nintendo console that you have played? Oh, my God. Um, do, you, do you have one? Well, like, because yeah, I, I, while I'm thinking, was, mine was like Dance Dance Revolution. 
because my cousins like got me to do just like chair dance on the Wii. It got wow, weird. that that sounds awful. There, um, it got weird. I will say, um, some some of the uh, some of the games that they had for the Wii, um, oh God, what was it? it wasn't the Wii Sports stuff. It was they had like uh, a pack of ten games. When you bought it, it came with uh, it came with a Wii So that was the big draw to it. But there's a game on there where you're riding a cow, and you have to do this, and you just feel so stupid doing this the whole time. <laughs> and it's just like, that That was a pretty weird game. Um, you know, I've played a lot of weird, weird games. Uh, the very first Nintendo. I can't remember for the life of me what it's called, but you were a little island boy, and it was a side-scrolling game, and you had to... Uh, you would get different eggs, and they would turn into like things that you could ride. And he had to collect fruit, and it was just very I, strange. I feel like I know that game. I, I can't. I can't strange. think of the title. That in uh, uh, the one that was based on that Little Nemo, the movie, the animated film. Oh yeah. Um, that game was weird because I watched the movie, loved the movie as a kid, played the game. This is weird. Yeah. Well, that was like the Lion King game, kind of for me, mm. for Sega Genesis. Even though that, like, a lot of people love it or whatever, it's like one of the hardest games ever. I had that game. It's hard. Did you get how far? Did you ever beat it? No, I got to the part where they you take on the um, what's that animal called? That the the wildebeest stampede. No, it was it was I didn't get that far. <laughs> I got to like oh the hyenas yeah. in okay in the in the elephant happen. graveyard yeah yep. it wasn't happening oh my goodness just, yeah there's so many games like that where um where you would get like two levels in one game for me was the first Toy Story game I remember I got it for Chris I I got it for Christmas and I installed it and it was the side scrolling one and I couldn't beat the first level i feel like so many games that are based on like movies or shows mm-hmm. or, i mean it just started all the way back with et on atari oh god let's I mean, circle back to that one but i'm just saying you know it's like every time almost that they try to take something from yeah. a movie or something they just overcomplicate. well it. it was insanely hard for me as a kid and so i ended up on december 26 we ended up returning a computer game to walmart they actually took it back Wow, I would, and I mean, this is in the nineties, right, so. Right. But ET was the the most ridiculous game I've ever played. There's no point to it. There's no instructions. There's a man in a trench coat chasing you the entire time, and you have no idea when he's gonna pop you up and no kill you. You have no idea. Yeah. And then Sounds you like know. I was talking about my last week. <laughs> wow, that you should you should you know get well, a bodyguard. Ian's, Ian's been alien hunting, and the Men in Black are following. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's why no one's seen me. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Listeners, it, it's it's actually you know we're gonna I, I we're said gonna work. I lost my voice, but really, really, a xenomorph laid some eggs. Face hugger laid some eggs inside of Ian, and we're just waiting for them to. Just pop. a matter. I got him out. I got him out. Oh. Well, we should have live broadcasted that. You think it's a very private moment. Oh. Hey, I have something that I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, that we did not discuss that I'm going to surprise you guys with. I watched a movie last night with my wife. What's that? Shocking. Well, here well, here's the thing. My <laughs> wife and I uh when when we're home and it's late and we're doing, you know, we're doing like housework or cleaning or mm-hmm. she's doing a task. Yeah. She yeah, that's yeah. it. Clean those dishes and mm. yeah, yeah, it's very sexual on our house we're going to go out. Mm, mm. Take that garbage out. Well, uh anyways, um <laughs> 
she likes to watch like things she's already seen. So I was like, can we watch something we haven't seen before? And she goes, yeah, we can. And we watched a movie on Netflix called Baby- The Babysitter. Oh, I watched that. Holy I shit. Watched, I, watched, I watched like about half of it. That Holy was some kind of weird. Holy shit. It yeah. was great. And then at the end of the movie. That was the the, 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 the Satan, the devil shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, the end of the movie, that. I see that the, 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 the credits are rolling and it says directed by McGee. And I'm McG, like, I, okay. I did the same thing. Uh-huh. Of course. But I mean, this movie was fantastically fun you know about a kid who gets bullied and he's like i believe he was 12 years old and And he he still has a babysitter babysitter. 12 or 14 (laughs) and he was the only kid in school that had a babysitter but she was super hot and and she was super knowledgeable about like geek stuff so it's like he asked her like you have five people to fight off an alien invasion for the to destroy the universe and she's like i pick kirk and picard uh, and she just starts rambling uh, Ripley and she's just you know and then she's describing how they go and in, in, in just in a, she takes a xenomorph egg and it's just like so you this super cool chick that's very attractive knows all this stuff and then it turns out she's freaking crazy person yep. you know devil worshiper and blood sacrifices that mm-hmm. movie if you were just like what is this watch it it's hilarious. It plays into itself. Yep. It knows what it knows. It's yep. being kind of cheeky, and so it just goes full force. Mm-hmm. I recommend that highly. It's definitely highly. it's definitely something if you need that little escape. You know, like that. Ah, uh, man, it's been a long day. I yeah. need to, you know, I need to unwind on some something semi mindless that I can just. Get, not mindless per se, but a little no, bit. I like, guarantee you, this kooky. movie will completely make you forget about whatever happened. Yeah, that exactly. Because you'll just be like, "What the fuck yeah, did I just watch? <laughs> this is great." Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt after watching. It. End of rant. It's like that mockumentary on Netflix about the kid who drew dicks all over everyone's oh, yeah. car. What was oh, that called? Um, American Vandal. Yeah, yeah American I want to see that. Yeah, American yeah. Vandal. It's really good. And there's a season two coming out. Oh yeah, it was a see. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a series. Season. Yeah, there's a season yeah. two coming out. And, um, and you've been listening to our new uh, segment, Netflix and Chill. Yeah, Netflix and Chill. Right. Freaking a. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long week. It's only it's only Wednesday. So six year low ratings on The Walking Dead. Yeah, wow. that, that's a thing right now. That's I, totally a thing. I, I believe just it. Caught up. I just caught up on and just finished. Uh, we're on season eight now, right? I see. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, we're, on we're on season, season eight. eight. I just finished season seven, and I, I just trudged through it. And I was like, oh, this is so rough, and just everybody being separated and just doing one episode about one person or one group of people, and it was just like, ah, oh, this is. Not what I liked about The Walking Dead. You know, I, honestly, my my issue with it is that it bef- before. I mean, I've read the comics, so I generally right. know where it's going. But at the same time, that was one of the things that I loved about it originally was that you you would get to see stuff from the comics that were like, oh fuck, I can't wait to see this. But you know, I guess spoiler alert: if you're a few seasons behind now, which I am, but I don't care. But you've heard about it. Yeah. I know you have. Yeah. Um, I, Glenn I, finally gets his head bashed in. Yeah, I knew ever that. Ever since that. What? Ever since that, it's kind of been um, just one of those, all right, what's going to happen until the next big shocking thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and really, the there's no, it's one of those shows where anyone can die at any time except for Rick and Carl. When um, you just you want just, Carl to die so it. bad. But you know what, though? Carl, according <laughs> to Robert Kirkman, is the main character. Mm. What? That's what Robert Kirkman says. He says Carl's the main character. 
um, which doesn't surprise me. Everything Rick does is for Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I like is the baby still alive. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh and yeah. She's aged ba- we, really, and we barely see that she's well, in, in the, the show. Comics, she's not in the comics. She's not alive anymore. Oh, she gets blown up with Lori. Mm. And but Lori gets turned into a zombie in the show. Yeah. Well, theoretically, you never see her. Well, yeah, he, yeah, but, she just. But Carl, he kills her kills before her. she turns into a zombie. Well, yeah. Um, but Carl, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just we it's have kind to of, find Carl. I'm very much one of those people who keeps watching a show, no matter what. Yeah. Normally, and I just I haven't found the willpower to sit down and catch up. Well, see, like I never, I never really got into it in the first place. Like it just to me, it was it seems so repetitive. But then I kind of fell into it, and I was like, okay, I get it. I get what's going on. Um, I understand kind of where the hype is and, you know, it's fun to watch. But then after a while, it's just how many more problems can you, you know, I mean, yes. Okay. So they, so the zombies aren't really the problem anymore. Yeah. It's more like man versus man. Right. Um, which is, you know. Like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Zombie dystopian future. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, all the, like, for example, me and my friends used to, me and a group of friends would watch it every Sunday. Right. We'd get together every Sunday, and you know, it has a little bit to do with, you know, some of us work on Sundays now, and some of us, you know, we all live farther apart and whatnot, but it, it's definitely, it's not near the top of my list in terms of what I want to watch. Right. Well, far. like, the six-year low ratings, it really doesn't surprise me. I mean... No, but they still have massive ratings. Right. But, but, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, especially now that Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. Well, there's a million, And there's, you know, you know, know, there's so much stuff so that plays at that media. same time, too. Yeah. You know, so uh, much Sunday night is just, mm, yeah. it's that night yeah. for TV. No, yeah, there's just so much new stuff coming out and getting announced all the time. Like, um, like they just announced a new uh, Fantastic Beasts sequel. Um, they put out the cast photo and the teaser for it, and I think it's, it's called the, Ki- the Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. And every all every every internet Harry Potter fans all up in arms because Johnny Depp's back. I, I don't know what this instant hatred for Johnny Depp is. It really should be pointed at Tim Burton. Right. But. That's a whole different conversation for a totally different show. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm a giant Harry Potter fan. I enjoyed Same. Fantastic Beasts. Um, it didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. It was really nice being back in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, that being I haven't said, seen it. I've heard rumors that there's going to be seven of these, like of, there was for the other movies. Of the Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, because it's supposedly supposed to give the history of the wizarding world. Oh. It's supposedly supposed to, you know, you're like you're getting a young, Jude Law is playing a young Dumbledore. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I, that's a good casting, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm not nearly as like, oh, I need to see this as I was for every Harry Potter movie. Well, yeah. Um, you know, because Fantastic Beasts is literally like this like 20-page paperback book. Right, yeah, I, haven't, into, I haven't like, read any of them. There's one. Or, or, there's just one. There's one. See, I haven't, I haven't read any of yeah. the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any of the one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's, um, I'm trying to think what else they announced movie-wise. Gambit um, added um, Lizzie Kaplan. Into the cast. Now, who's playing Gambit? Uh, Channing Tatum. Okay. Right. Which, actually, I was very much against, and then I learned he's actually he is Cajun, apparently. Yeah, he is. Um, and he pulls off the Gambit accent pretty well. Um, but yeah, Lizzie Kaplan oh, got brought sorry. on. The rumor is that she was from Cloverfield. She was actually in that Marvel short where they steal the uh, mm-hmm. the weapon from the Chitauri. Mm-hmm. Um, she supposedly, rumor is playing Belladonna, who is, is like former love and... Um, the head of the Thieves Guild, the Assassin's oh, Guild nice. that he was part of before mm-hmm. he became a Marauder for Sinister and then became an X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's coming out around Valentine's Day 2019. So I think um, I think Fox is be like, oh, we should, put, we should put solo X-Men films that are kind of romance movies out around 
Valentine's Day because I worked for Daredevil or Deadpool. But well, it'll work for Gambit because that's Gambit's. You know, he's a he's a he's a player. He's a Mac Daddy. There will be a scene at some point where Channing Tatum has no shirt on uh, because, of course, that's what they. That's do. what Channing Tatum does, man. That's just what they do in superhero films now. That's yeah. how they get the you know the female demographic to swoon. That's how you get your girlfriend to go with males. you. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, Ant-Man and Wasp finished filming. Oh, yeah. That's going to um, be a good one. I'm really excited for that. We're finally going to mm-hmm. see Janet Van Dyne. Michelle nice. Pfeiffer's playing her, which I think is really good casting. Um, I really love what they did with, um, with oh, God, what's his name? I can't think of his name. He played uh, Paul Rudd? Hank Pym. No. Oh, uh, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. I love what they did with mm-hmm. him in yep. terms of showing him in action as, as Ant-Man earlier on. Yeah. Um, Plus, it supposedly has very big ramifications for Avengers Part 2. When is that release? I believe it comes out in between Avengers 3. Okay. And, uh, between Infinity War and whatever Avengers 4 it ends up being. Okay. Um, so is is the Gambit movie, is that going to be released under Fox? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Even if somehow in the next however long Fox sells to Disney, that movie's... Unless it... You know, that's interesting, actually. I wonder if it they're going to go I'm for... I'm guessing if it already starts production. Or, oh, it'll be... It'll probably be PG-13. Yeah. Um... Gambit's be, my favorite. Wouldn't be shocked if it's R. Yeah. You know, I loved Gambit in the '90s yeah, animated the 90s, series. Yes. That's, I feel like that's how we really got introduced to a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. I mean, that, and that '90s animated series is. I still watch it. I love that show. It's up there. You know, it's not nearly as good as Batman the animated series, but in terms of nostalgia factor for me, yeah. it's up there. I still watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that and Spider-Man the animated series, I thought was mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it at the time. I hate how it just ends. Um, that's like, so many good animated series do, Doesn't though. it just end just with, canceled. like, the Madam yeah. Web? It ends with Madam Web taking yeah. Spider-Man into, like, the omniverse or multiverse to and find all, and, the real Mary Jane. And he's, like, hanging out with all the other Spider-Men? That was the last couple episodes, yeah. Okay. To stop Spider-Carnage and whatnot. And um, I hear that was actually the main inspiration for the uh, the um, Spider-Verse series that they did a couple mm. of years ago, which was really good. That introduced Spider-Gwen, who is now everywhere. Um... I don't think what other movie stuff. Oh, Zachary Levy's playing Shazam. We haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah, that man. was my reaction originally. Come too. on, uh, mm. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck is gonna be Shazam. Chuck should be Billy Batson. Sinbad is not Shazam, right? No. Well, that's, I that's wish. A, I'm Shazam. That's a whole I'm different. <laughs> that's a whole different Shaq topic. Shaq is Kazam. I'm, yeah, no. I'm gonna <laughs> hang out with Kazam and grab some wishes because I'm a genie. But uh, yeah, no, just a brief run down all mm. the movie. Crap, it's like the Mandela on. effect. You know, there's there's another Shazam. You know, there's Sinbad. I just learned that there's a, a new uh, animated film coming out uh, on Netflix. It is a Godzilla film. Yes, and it is set in the future, and it is very much a sci-fi movie. So it involves space and and Godzilla and uh, I don't know too much about it, uh, but it. I'm I'm a big fan when they do serious anime like that, uh, and I think I think you know it could be good. And Toho Studios, I believe, is involved uh, in it. So, which I love all the Godzilla movies. I mean, you know, and I love how that you guys you guys remember the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, burned there head. there yeah. was there was a movie that came P. out. Diddy. There was a movie that came out. And it was, it was like Godzilla 2000 or something like that, and and Godzilla was basically fighting all of the monsters he's ever fought, 
And there's a scene in this classroom in the beginning of the movie where it's like, oh, did you hear that Godzilla was in America? No, that the Americans were wrong. That wasn't Godzilla. That was Gorgira X. And so Godzilla actually, like a physical suited Godzilla, fights a CG version of our Godzilla in the movie. Interesting. And every time that Godzilla's on the screen, um... Uh, what what band was that? It was like Sum 41. One song by Sum 41 plays every time you see that Godzilla. So that's what Japan the, thinks of us is Sum 41. Oh man! See, when I think Godzilla, I think I think of the ca- I think the Cashmere yeah, <laughs> guitar the, riff of yeah, Jimmy Page simple, and P yeah. Diddy. Yeah. I don't even know if he was P Diddy the guy. I think he was still, he was Puff, still Daddy. Puff Daddy at the time. But yeah, I just mm-hmm. I I just remember watching that what movie is he now? just going like Puff Diddy Daddy Diddy I don't know. He's something now. He changed Did his name. Did Dad? No, he was joking apparently. Oh, that he was, was a joke. Apparently, he was gonna be brother love or some shit yeah. like that. And no. Bummer. No, he's still. I was P- looking. Still I was looking P- forward to P- it. Uh, I was looking to forward a puffy to being name confused. Change. Right. Yeah. I, every couple of years, I do look forward to the puffy name change. Yeah. You know. What? Well, you know. Eventually, he'll. Since ever since we lost ODB, you know, it's like, right. <laughs> what yeah. do we do? Right. Follow the name change. I, 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 my days hinge on Puff Daddy's name. Oh mm. my goodness, mm. we are getting out of the realm of geek and getting into the world. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm sorry, guy. My head's not in the game. So today. let me pause back. Ian brought up a fun little uh, announcement to me that we are actually getting a Harley Quinn yes. series. Yeah, we're getting an R-rated Harley Quinn series, which honestly I'm not too shocked about. Um, is it live She's action? Every, live no, it's, action? It's animated. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm curious to see who they get to play the voice, because um, everyone, everyone's Tara Strong is everyone's Harley Quinn. Yep. Is it going to be um, online? Uh, yes, it's for DC's like streaming oh, service okay. or something, or Warner Brothers streaming service, or everybody's got a streaming service. Everyone now. has a streaming service now. Um, that's right. So that's happening. Ours is the best. Um, I- I'm excited for it. I'm sure it'll be fine. I just Harley. I'm so Harley Quinned out. So Harley. You're Quinned out. out. I'm Quinned out. He's quinned out, out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, She's just everywhere, and for no other reason than she's popular with females, and yeah, and and that's not that I'm not trying to be like sexist or anything, but like legitimately, that is that was there. That's how they're trying to get people like women into these characters is by Mm -hmm. pushing Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it is what it is. But honestly, as long as it's good and it's done well, I mean, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. As to whether I finish it or not, I don't know. Now, fans of comics, there uh, there's a series coming out, or that is out currently, a run um, in DC, that I'm really excited to get into. And I'm going to look to Ian for a little guidance and some uh, uh, some descriptions in this, but the, uh, the Metal series. Yes, that's actually been coming out for a little bit now. Okay. Um, it is supposed to be Zack Snyder's grand finale to the story he started in the New 52 with his Batman, um, which is absolutely one of the best Batman runs of all time. So you're I, saying that Zack Snyder... No, Scott Snyder. I'm so... Uh, okay. Scott Snyder. Woo! Apologies. Yeah, Scott don't Snyder. get don't get those Scott confused. Snyder. Did I say Zack Snyder? You said Zack I Snyder. I Scott Snyder. I apologize. Um, Scott Snyder wrote in the New 52. It's kind of coming back around. Him and Greg Capullo got back together. Um, after kind of separating to work on other shit for a while. Um, it's about all these different Batman from the dark multiverse. Um, mm. I actually haven't read any of it yet. Um, sounds I'm, hol- dope. I'm holding off till it finishes. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it sounds really cool. Like, for example, like one of the versions of Batman is the Batman who laughs, and mm. it's like a Jokerized Batman who has like three hell 
robins on like chains and it looks I, i'm sure it's spectacular nothing i've read from right. scott snyder that has batman in it or really mostly anything he's ever written has been bad mm-hmm. um that being said it's one of those big you gotta read this you gotta read this you gotta read this there's the main story and the spinoffs and the the one shots and everything so i'm kind of waiting till it's all finished mm-hmm. to sit down and find like a reading order right and read it all um although i guess you know that's honestly i'd say the biggest comic book news of the last well they announced it a little bit ago but they finally put a teaser out for it is um gene gray's coming back not oh, not cool. not time displays teenage green gene gray they're bringing gene gray back again um whoopee grant, granted she's been dead for a really long time this time um that being said, I think it's interesting that they're bringing her back when Cyclops is still dead and Professor X is still dead. And I know Wolverine's coming back, but he's currently still dead. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see her come back into a world where all everything that she knows is gone. Is different, yeah. Which I think is a very unique twist on it, especially because okay. they've done it a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she's the epitome of joking about characters dying and coming back in comic books. She's, like, kind of the whole thing that started that. Um that being said, there's a few characters that have like that. No, you can't bring them back, and that's that's Uncle Ben mm-hmm. and Gwen Stacy, the real Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, and then it was Bucky until they brought back Bucky and created the Winter Soldier. Right. But I'm really happy they did that. Yeah. That's, that was great. Ed Brubanker, mm-hmm. his Captain America run is spectacular, and that whole thing with him bringing back Bucky and everything was great. Yeah, um, Captain America has always been one of my favorite characters. Absolutely. He's definitely one yeah. of my favorite characters, and um, they've had some really solid... That's actually one of the few things I really love from Marvel right now is uh, Nick Spencer's Captain America run. Um, some really good stuff. I know it was very controversial with a lot of fans. They turned him into a secret Hydra agent, a Hydra agent um, because of the Cosmic Cube and all this stuff, but it was I thought it was a really good, really good storyline. Um I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I really quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I've liked a lot of Captain America stuff. I mean, even even in the video games, man, I always was Captain America. I'd always be just Captain America. Oh, yeah, America. and on that Avengers old arcade game yeah. that was on Sega. Yeah. Him or Vision. I was always him or the white Vision because mm. Vision could fly and shoot lasers. I mean, yep. Iron Man could too, but it didn't look as cool as white Vision. No, right. I'm sure Andy disagrees with that, but. Of course I do. Look at my hat. Stark Industries. Stark Industries. I will always be a diehard Iron Man fan, and I have to argue that with people sometimes. Well, Tony's such a flawed character. And it's like, you know what? That's that's the best character. Because it's people that that have problems. Oh, yeah, he's got money. He's got problems. He's got too much money. He's got all these problems. problems. You know, and it's it's just, you know, you want the cinematic run. I love what they've done giving, you know, Tony PTSD. And, and how he's dealt with that mm-hmm. and and just showing like he's making up for his past mistakes by making more mistakes and he's he's not intending to do that um, you know they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions well I think Tony's heart is in the absolute right place mm-hmm. he does not want to redo what he's done so it, it's just it's some something that I gravitated to when I was a kid um, that I've always loved. And and I I just related with with uh, Tony Stark, you know, you know, in in the old animated show, you know, his heart, you know, he had that 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 device that he, you know, wasn't the arc reactor, it was a big like weird computer thing, but uh, in his chest that kept him alive, yeah. and it was just like without without his suit, without you know having power going to it, he's he's extremely vulnerable, right? And and I just I don't know, I just I really took to Iron Man, and so it's just never never quit. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always liked, you know, as far as, so you've got 
kind of like the Bruce Wayne in DC, and then mm-hmm. you've got Tony Stark kind of in Marvel. I'm rich. You know, the the rich guys. The rich guys with, with some brains, but, you know, Tony Stark is obviously a genius, and I guess Batman, yeah. Bruce Wayne, is, is two. But, you know, I, I, I'm i going to go with Tony Stark if I had to choose between Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark. And I, I, and I think... And I think you would choose Bruce Wayne, Batman. Ian. Yeah. yeah. You can't answer a question with because he's Iron Man, but you can answer a question with because he's Batman. See, but Iron Man it's kills because, people. It's because he started that whole... Iron Man Somebody started that little saying because he's Batman. Yeah, no, because he is Batman. Because and he has did, for everything. Why did, he, why did Batman kill that person? Oh, it's not because he's Batman. It's because Batman doesn't kill people. Batman, Batman does kill people. He has. He doesn't use guns. His rule is not no killing. It's no guns. No guns, no killing. killing. I thought it was no guns, no killing. No, no, he avoids. It changes based on who it is. But it changes based on his mood. Technically, it's technically no guns. Today, I'm feeling very Uh, killy. Obviously, he'll he'll like beat someone to an inch of their. He doesn't normally kill people. Right. But if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Oops. If if it comes down to it, more like an oops. I will. I will say this. I will say this. If Tony lost his armor and had to fight Batman, and Batman had none, no of his, none of his gadgets, oh, no Batman, would, Batman win. would win. But yeah, if no Tony, question. if Tony had all of his gadgets, the arsenal of all of his suits, you Batman, know, Batman would still win. No, I'm, Ooh, I'm gonna. Be, he'd have something in his utility belt for that. That'd be an interesting fight, but uh, Andy, I'm sorry, I'd have to pick Batman. It's Batman. Okay. You know, Man, I got. We got a straight I, division. It's right a here. straight division, and 50-50. that's fine. That's you know, how it lis- listeners, yeah. You know, why don't you go ahead and tweet it? Tweet at us. Yeah. And uh, what's that? What's that Twitter handle? Rd. NRM Geektainment. Send us a little tweet. Let us know who would win in a fight: Batman, Superman, at their at their most powered levels. Oh wait, actually, guys, I apologize. We're now GT Weekly Podcast. Oh, GT Weekly Podcast is oh, our is our Twitter now. Hand? GT Weekly Podcast. Okay, that's right. Little housekeeping. We've switched to GT Weekly Podcast. So Jake, make sure you uh, change that in the That's tablet. my bad, guys. I, I just GT I, yeah, I you're wasn't bad. too happy is with it NRN GTW. Yeah, no, it's capital GT, mm-hmm. and then lowercase weekly stuff we should have done before the show. Yeah, I, I didn't, makes honestly I didn't think it was going to come up, but so I forgot to mention it. You guys, well, because just we have the Geektainment channel. Yeah. So I feel like that's a bit confusing. Yeah. So we're Geektainment GT Weekly Podcast. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, go ahead and drop us a line, drop us a tweet. You know, maybe we'll read some of your reviews uh, on, on the following week's uh, program. You, you know? know, what I'm really interested, Andy, is how did Podquesters go? Your first recording yeah, of wow. Podquesters yesterday. yesterday. We, we yeah. recorded our first episode. Um, I don't want to give anything away. When you're watching it, well, it will be Tuesday. Maybe... Can you maybe give us give can, us a tell us what you, what the show's about? I can give you a little taste. Four adventurers uh, set out and they meet at a tavern to do a job that they've all been summoned to do, um, and it's a bit ridiculous. And my character, he, he's not in a good place right now. Uh oh. So if you want to figure find out what happened, just stay tuned. Uh, next month, the first episode of Podquesters will drop. Yep. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to we're trying to make it more like a radio play style. So we're gonna have sound effects and we're gonna have, you know, things to make you feel like you're actually in the environment with these characters. So it's not just like, hey, I rolled a seven uh, against my armor class. Uh, I take uh, roll two d six. Like we're gonna roll. We're gonna do those things. 
and I didn't make I didn't mean to make fun of people that you know are hardcore D and D players. Um, but we we want to make this you know more accessible for the masses. We want right. we want people to understand that hey D and D isn't isn't a nerdy game. It's fun. You know, and it's I think just hardcore D and D players would appreciate that. It's honestly. it's just like playing a video game, except you're, you're basically using your imagination. You're completely unlimited. Yeah. To it's, what you can do or say, and and the dungeon master is a big processor. He's just gonna. Uh, he's gonna tell you if you if you succeed or you fail. So it keep like on you the guys lookout. Having a we hell of a time. had a hoot Seemed of like a fun. time. Yeah. And go ahead, uh, you know, follow us. We're at Podquesters on uh, Twitter, and uh, drop us a line. And uh, you know, just keep keep on the lookout. We'll have a uh, we'll have our first episode out uh, around the beginning of December. I'm excited. Was a fun time to tape that show, Andy. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. There was a. You were giggling back there a little yeah. bit. Yeah, when uh, your wife gave you a couple, couple sad yep. things. Well, my my wife, you know, also plays D and D with me, and it, it's it's really cool having somebody uh, that you're in a relationship into the same things you are, mm-hmm. and everyone got a little taste into our home life last night when <laughs> seeing. I don't turn this ridiculousness off, people. So it's they true. they totally saw how she deals with it. You know, so it was a good time. Everyone, everyone was great, and I'm just looking forward to doing more and more of these. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited for it to drop and more episodes to get laid down. And I'm actually looking forward to maybe even playing in an episode. You know what? You, I'm open to that 110. percent Sweet man, that would be the actually 110. percent We will know, have guests. That was, admittedly, it would be my first game of Dungeons and Dragons that I've played. No, I've right. LARPed. I've LARPed. I haven't LARPed. I've always I, wanted to try LARPed. I've I mean, LARPed. I guess we all have LARPed. We fun. all actually have LARPed as children. Playing yeah, with I my guess playing with lightsabers or yeah. toy guns. I mean, that does count. That's yeah. live action role playing. Yeah. You are pretending that you are Luke Skywalker and you are going to chop off the the hand of uh, uh, Barney. You, you know, always play. I, you always kid, mash stuff together. That's really, why I was Power like Power Rangers and X Men. Yeah, and Rita Turtles. Repulsa sends down, you know, a squadron of Tie Fighters, and Captain Kirk must blast them with his giant, you know, cannonball. You're just just mashing stuff together because it's just... so like Dungeons and Dragons being more, you know, like a fantasy role playing game. Mm-hmm. Now, is there? Versions of the game that are more science fiction. Oh, there are. The my very first experience playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, was a game called Apocalypse World, Mm -hmm. and it was you know post apocalyptic uh, time era where think Mad Max. Okay, and that was so much fun. Uh, My character's name was Doctor Steve Brule. Perfect. Uh, Just uh, a dang old doctor. Um, and it turns out that Brule's rules turns out that Steve Brule was faking it the whole time that he wasn't a big dummy and he got everybody in the game to think he was an idiot. And then I was secretly controlling their minds, but, uh, we played that one. Uh, I I think it's called, uh, uh, cyberpunk, uh, 2020, I think is what it was called. Uh, we played that one for a bit and that was set, you know, like uh, more of a Blade Runner, you know, time period. Right. Um, you know, there there are so many different versions. There's like I saw a book the other day for a Doctor Who style oh, uh, cool. role playing game. I mean, obviously not by 
uh, Wizards of the Coast. Right. Uh, but you know, it's uh, you know they're they're essentially you're just playing a game. You're just you know trying to accomplish a goal. Right. And so there's plenty of them out there. Huh. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, man. I I I've always been interested, and I just. Never found the group of people to play with, I guess, you know? That was that was the same thing for yeah. me, too, because it was like, again, it has that stigma of, oh, it's nerdy, it's right. stupid, you know, only geeks and losers play it. And yeah, I'm on Geektainment. Yeah. But you know what? It's just, you know, geek culture has, you know, become so uh, normalized now, yeah. and which it should be. I mean, you should be into whatever you want to be into. Right. You shouldn't feel ashamed unless you're harming somebody or you're causing... Uh, you know, yes, then shame, 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 bell. shame. insert shame, but bell you know, here. that's that's the most important thing is you know, everybody's got different interests and different likes and tastes and things, and and I feel like we should make sure that we are embracing that as a culture. I agree, and I agree. Shame, shame, yeah. Ian bought an app, it's free. Oh, I thought I, I, I thought it's a freemium app. Free, oh, Let me what, tell you about freemium gameplay. What do you yeah? get? What do you get uh, with the freemium shame bell? You get a double bell. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. know. I've never, Does, I wasn't planning on buying any part of it. I just wait. There, it's actually freemium. This no, isn't no, a joke. Free. Oh, that's free. The okay, free. it is a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. It was a joke, was, ladies and gentlemen. You haven't seen the free, oh you, maybe you haven't seen the freemium uh, South Park yet. No, I don't think you have. No, nope. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on season four. Wait till you meet the Canadian devil. That's all I got to say. Good Lord, I love the Canadians. You know, me being part Canadian. I'm the Canadian devil guy. I bet he's so nice. But he's such a nice devil. Beelzeboot. Beelzeboot. (laughs) How is that going? How is your South Park? Uh, South Park's going good. Um, I'm trying to think of the last episode I watched. I can't uh, quite remember. Um, How does season four start? I, I, uh, God, I know that the kids, uh, were all complaining about not getting their periods. Oh yeah. That's yep. a good one. Um, and, uh, at the end, you know, it was like, God comes down and, you know, Stan asks, why right. haven't I got he's my period? God, and he's like, because you're a boy and boys don't get periods. <laughs> okay. Bye. And then he's like, wow, that was great. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> okay. Guys, see, and the little crowd just chases after <laughs> But I love God as a doc as a duck bill platypus. You know, yeah, I I didn't know how I felt about that. <laughs> but you know what? Those Matt and Trey um are just some of the smartest, you know, comedic writers oh, absolutely. Uh, in in the biz. I mean, to have their show going on for however many seasons. I mean we're well, nineteen ninety eight was yeah. I was say they're about to hit the twentieth season. Yeah. Or didn't they just have the twentieth season? We're in season twenty one right now. Okay. Holy yep. cow. There you go. Right now. I mean it's, And the episodes it's have been they've been all right. The the most recent episodes have been all right. For you know? for us to say that now in season twenty one yeah. okay. Yeah. That's 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 a good that's good. Yeah. You know. That, yeah, that shows that this, it's had a good run, you know. I mean, look, the Simpsons are still going. Yeah, I'll just say this: Cartman has a girlfriend in season twenty-one. Wow, I would yeah, hope season twenty also. Yeah. I would hope so yeah. because I mean, technically, he's what uh, he was 
what eight when he started? Oh yeah, they're still ten. I think they're ten. Now. They're ten now. And they, okay, they, they just they, they should stayed be in fourth 30. or fifth grade. I think they went to fifth grade for a season or a couple seasons, and then no, back they, to they fourth never grade. went to fifth grade. They never made it to never fifth grade. Never made it to fifth grade. They've all they made, they, they made a big deal was, about it going to the fourth grade. I thought there they, was nope. They never went to fifth grade. Like fifth grade. So no, that's how, fourth grade. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's ask this question really fast. Let's throw some science in this. There's about roughly what twenty episodes a season. Um, I, yeah, give or take. And, and assuming that every episode was a day, which we know is not true. There were episodes that went, you know, a span of a couple days. Right. You know, that's, you know, what, 400 episodes? Okay. Is that, is that 400 episodes? Yeah, t- Am I doing math correct? Yeah, I'm pretty dumb. Yeah, 20, 20 times 20. Okay. Yeah. So that's four, 400 days and they haven't even went up a grade? Hmm. No, they no. went up a grade. No, they started, oh, they started in third, third grade. grade. Okay. Third grade is where but they started. But still, that's, I mean... Think about it just as like, it's like, uh, although they've had a few Halloween episodes, if, but it's if, like yeah. every episode's a day. If right. half, But if half of the episodes are two days, so that takes us into like almost two years. Well, that works better for me than it, than it being like them being 20 years older. I guess. But, you know, all the, but the technology in the show changes. Oh, the tech, yeah, it's, it's always so the most modern stuff. It, so. It's like... Yeah, exactly. Whatever, it's the show. That's you know, I I love when people complain about that kind of stuff. Like, ah oh, man, this is well, what, this is unbelievable. Is, Why is this character doing? It? I'm like, it's a show. Just deal with it. Yeah, they needed to get the guy from point A to point B. I get, I got that speech every week from the last season of Game of Thrones. Like, bro, it's a fantasy show. Well, this guy comes in and goes, okay, <laughs> okay, so. You're telling me how how did the, like the White Walkers scuba dive now? How did they get the dragon out of the water? And where did they get and, those chains? Yeah, and yeah I'm that's right. You and I'm just sitting about here. That one. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here like, um, dude, there is like you just like, a freaking frozen dude threw a freaking frozen spear at a fucking dragon that caught it on fire while there's a whole army of undead people yeah, chasing people. Yeah, he threw it at a flying dragon. Yeah, not the one that was no, sitting no. down. And and this guy's bitching <laughs> about how did they get it out of the water? That makes no sense. That couldn't plausibly what? happen. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> Fantasy Costco, where they bought those chains from Doug. Whatever his name was, Dan. I don't remember what I named him. He has those chains, Continuity error in Geek Team Weekly. It's all good. We've had a good time this week. Good holiday week. I know I'm going to have a great week. and got some Thanksgiving turkey. Going to go see the Dead & Company at Little Caesars Arena. And I'm going to see Lotus on Saturday. I got a lot of music and a lot of food to eat. R.D., real quick, since we have 45 seconds, what are you thankful for? The um, Dead & Company at Little Caesars Arena. Ian. Pass. I'm coming back to you next. Jake. Uh, I'm thankful for... Uh, Hold on. Food? Uh-huh. Football. Okay. Ian. Pass. No, no, no. <laughs> you got to answer. 24 seconds. Uh, thankful... First thing, For all you guys, honestly, everyone okay. here, everyone Ooh. who's been like helping me get this to where. The, yes, the and, and, and you know I'll what? Back that up you know I'm what thankful I'm thankful for, for? You want to know what I'm really thankful for? What's that? I'm thankful for you, the listeners, the people that come back and wah, listen, wah, watch wah. us every week. We love you guys. We are very, very thankful. True. We do. Much love. Hopefully, you guys have an awesome.